living like a million since I got you living in. We are pieces of a whole with different feelings to evoke. Giving distinction to the role, different players, different strokes. But let me tell you about one thing Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the second hour of the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here. Ann Clapp is away today. She'll be back next week. Got Rufus Edmonston, the uh, former Attorney General and Secretary of State and Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee and the current Secretary General of Gardening. Unless uh, Governor Cooper has appointed somebody else. No, no, we're, we're still in there. You're still there. That's my most coveted honor. Yes. And uh, no pay involved with that. Is none, none, none whatsoever. Because we had a query about that at some point. <laughs> it's, it's totally eliamazonary. Now, that, that's a word, and if a lawyer uses that, it's worth $100. Eliamazonary. Eliamazonary means charitable, of a charitable nature. Oh. So my, my degree of Secretary General of Gardening is an Eliamazonary title. Eliamazonary. I'll see if I can coin that for you. <laughs> see if, yeah, see if you can do that. Wow. Before we go to Miss Monica, uh, we've got Mike uh, in Clarksville, Virginia. I was hoping somebody would call from Virginia this morning for a couple of reasons. Uh, Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, have you been down to Raleigh in a while? or? Uh, well, we didn't go down at all last year. We were planning to come down next weekend, actually. So uh, we miss the farmer's market a lot. Yeah, we're going to talk to Miss Monica here in a minute uh, about about that. So what was the temperature this morning, early morning? Was it? Oh, it was uh, in the 50s. It yeah, that's so. <clears throat> hey, so you can, uh, you can, I guess you can legally smoke marijuana in Virginia now? You don't have, <laughs> yes. do, you don't have stores. You have the stores in a couple. I guess Clarksville will have a, a store or two in, in a couple of years, two or three years. But yeah, uh, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. You can't buy it, but you can smoke it. You can grow it, I guess. Yourself. You can grow it, yeah. I guess uh, there's, there's been a run on seed, <laughs> seeds in Virginia. Yeah. But I would just I, how, how do people feel about that around there? Um, I don't know. We don't really talk to people about it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, but, uh, um, you know, so, so beware. People are going to start calling you asking. Well, you know, Irv Evans and I, years ago, this was back in the 80s, uh, got a couple of calls uh, about, from, from uh, a marijuana grower. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Irv, Irv gave them uh, the straight stuff on, on how, what, 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 what to, to do. do. I mean, oh, as, as a horticulturist, not as a grower course. himself. <laughs> sort of like growing tobacco. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we've we've already we've already experienced that. So we'll uh, brush all up on that for our uh, Virginia callers. I want to do that. Yeah. So what's going on in Clarksville? How's your garden look? Uh, well, if I can keep the dew out of it, it goes. It's okay. But uh, they're they're a struggle. Um, so, but I have a problem with a particular plant called uh, Zizia aurora. Are you familiar with it? Say that again. 
I think it's called Zizia Aurora. Zizia Aurora. Yeah, it's, it's actually, um, I bought it in Virginia at a, at a nursery. It's native to Missouri, I think, and it has a yellow flower. And the problem I'm having is it has some of, on one of the, I have two plants, one of the plants, some of the leaves are dying, and it's got a white powder on it, like that white powder mold or whatever it is. And uh, I tried a, a fungicide. I tried um, an organic fungicide, and that didn't seem to do much of anything. I don't know if you have any suggestions on how to treat it. Is it white powder mold? Um, you know? Yeah, it is a flower. Pretty flower. Yeah, it is. It's got the it's yellow. It's, it's a white. golden Alexander. There's also, it's a wildflower. Okay, yes. So uh, um, anyway, I, I don't I don't know. I had uh, I just had to pull up a bunch of coreopsis because they had white powder mold or whatever that stuff is. And you got yeah. plenty of sun. Yeah, hmm. yeah. They get about at least five or six hours. Yeah, five or six hours of sun a day. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. First of all, I'm a flabbergasted that Nelson Cox of all people have <laughs> never heard of a plant. I did not know that. That one. that is extraordinary because she knows I, she knows everything. I should win, I should win four marijuana. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, by golly, if we had them to give away, we would certainly provide that prize. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. <laughs> um, so, but powdery mildew on a flower. Yeah, powdery yeah. mildew. Um, by the looks of the plant, just quickly looking at it, didn't really read a lot about it. Um, I mean, you could probably be fine if you used some type of oil on it. Um, my other suggestion you probably won't like, but, um, you know, I'm sure it's had to do with some of the cooler and damper weather. That's that's what's going to cause that powdery mm-hmm. mildew to, to, uh, to grow rampant. But, um, you know, so you probably don't like my second suggestion, but you could just cut it back and let it reflush. Yeah. So, well, you know, I'm a... I'm a mercenary gardener, so if something doesn't do well, I'll you know I'll do what I have to do to uh, yeah. either replace it or fix it. So, uh, so you think I, if I cut it all the way back, it'll come back next year? Well, it'll come back this year. Oh, will it? Okay. Oh, yeah. So I can cut it all the way back to the ground if I want to. Yep. Just leave about a, a inch to two inch little stub. Um, yep. It should sport back or uh, grow right back. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh, was a, I, was, I was a little afraid they caught it from my coreopsis. Last year, my coreopsis had black mold, and I was able to take care of that. And this year, it got this white powder uh, fungus or whatever it is, mold on it. Yeah. And they just didn't survive that. So and, I, thought, I was afraid it had caught yeah. it. And usually, like, coreopsis and, and I don't want to call them delicate, but uh, that are susceptible, uh, trying to keep hardwood mulch away from them and using a more... Um, porous or aerating type of mulch so like pine mulch or you know mini mini chips or something like that can can usually uh be beneficial as well yeah i don't i don't these are in raised beds and i don't actually mulch the beds and i was actually ironically i was thinking the opposite because i have to water them they drain so well i have to water them every day yeah yeah well that's good but you you do want to prevent any kind of splash from the soil onto the foliage okay so I'll be, I'll be, I'll try to, I try to be careful about that, but I'll, yeah. And, and of course, also when you water, don't let the water get on the foliage. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I've been a little, I've been a little lax about that. You know, you know, I had to like a little shower. Yeah, you're right. I, 
I should do that. So. And then watering in the morning will help, you know, evaporate uh, any that yeah. does get, yeah. I do that too. So anyway, well, that, you know, I, I like those ideas. So um, we don't recommend any chemical. I, I did try a, a, well, I guess they called it, quote, unquote, an organic um, material, a sulfur and water mixture. That's hey, maybe milk. <laughs> milk might work with that. I mean, an oil is going to help um, remove the powdery mildew. Uh-huh. But, you know, I don't know how that plant reacts with an oil and in the heat and since it's from a yeah. cooler climate. Like or something like that. Mm-hmm. Does a gentleman from Watauga County want to weigh in? Well, I was going to say neem. I, I, I use that sometimes with uh, that on my, my flocks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Some of the older v- varieties of flocks are apt to get yeah. that mildew. mildew. Right. Yeah. I use neem spray. Okay. Well, maybe I'll try. Yeah, maybe. Well, so I'll ha- I have a, a two approach. I'll try a neem oil or neem spray, and then if that doesn't work, I'll snip it back and within a couple inches of the ground and let it rejuvenate itself. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, will you say that? Well, uh, by the way, Mike, what what is the name of that old, beautiful, historic home? Outside of Clarksville, I remember visiting that about 15 years ago. You weren't campaigning up there accidentally, it. were you? No, I didn't accidentally get up in there. <laughs> I just know I don't, I, Rufus. I don't know the name of it. Yeah, but you, you, you know the place I'm, I'm talking about. No, I don't. Well, you, you Mike, you got to do a little search now. <laughs> You're not talking about Prestwood, are you? Prestwood, Rufus. Yeah, could be. Prestwood. Yeah, Prestwood Plantation. I think that's it. Well, Mike, all I'm concerned about is you've been slack about calling us. <laughs> I know. So yeah, I I'm, how about how about uh, calling us or your wife calling us or somebody from up there? We, well, well, we'll do that. We've been, you're our Clarksville correspondent. <laughs> well, I, we listen to you every week. So do you, uh, do you listen over the air? Uh, no, I listen on the Internet. Okay. All right. So. Um, I do, I can take you up here on, and in fact, I'm coming back from the gym I had you on in my car. Oh, yeah. I got home, I went back to the internet because it's a more reliable right. source. Right, okay. So, so. Well, we so so much appreciate your uh, being a, a loyal member of the family here. So, and well, we, have, we appreciate all the knowledge you guys have. You're wonderful. So, uh, and, uh, Thanks for being a part of the show, Mike. All right, you take care. Thanks for all the tips. Yes, give our best to everybody in Clarksville. Tell them to listen. <laughs> All the show. Right. All right. Let's head over to the farmer's market and Miss Monica. Hey, Miss Monica. Good morning. How's uh, your son Aiden doing? Oh, he's doing good. He just graduated. He has graduated. And, yeah. Um, getting ready to, to see what the real world, real world is like a little bit. Right. So That's moving right. Moving on to that next chapter. That's right. Ooh. So hey, where um, would that be, Monica? What, what, what is the next chapter for Aiden? Right now, he's looking like he's headed towards ECU, but there is another option that he's waiting to, I guess, weigh out. So, <laughs> don't have much time to make that decision, but he's working on it. So, we're we're just kind of waiting on a couple of things and going to see what happens. That's right. That's all you can do. Well, what's happening at Farmer's Market this morning? Well, I tell you, it is the most beautiful morning. It um, is. The weather is perfect. Um, just so, I was out there walking around this morning and... Gorgeous morning. If you haven't been out to the market, it's a great time to do so. And I think everybody else was taking advantage of the weather this morning. It was um, pretty busy down there early, and um, a lot of folks coming out. Our farmers just 
getting in, unloading all their crops they've been harvesting this morning or yesterday and just bringing it all in, getting it unloaded and ready for for everybody to come out and do their shopping. It's like we should be able to smell scuppernong grapes this morning out there because it is like a fall morning. It is. It is. Definitely doesn't feel like the 4th of July, but Uh -uh. we'll take it. Oh, going right. (laughs) So you got uh, peaches. Do you have any uh, freestone peaches? We do, and the most famous peach of all, it seems, because we get so many phone calls about it, the windblow peach. Mm -hmm. We're seeing those coming in right now, but they're very short-lived, so... Come out and get them while you can. Um, some of the crop was lost back when we had those late freezes. So I'm being told that the wind blows are even a little shorter of a window oh, this no. year than usual. So uh, They're good for, for uh, canning, Yeah, right? a lot of people love that wind blow peach for canning and freezing. And um, just one of the, I say one of the more popular just because so many people call and ask for it. But there are a lot of other delicious peaches that are freestone as well um, that'll be coming in after the wind blow. Yeah. So you've got uh, you got butter beans. I know that because I've I've had a mess of them several times here in the last we two or three have we- couple beans. Of weeks. Yeah, and field peas are coming in as well. Oh, what varieties? I'm starting to see some pink eyes and a few Dixie Lees. Um, oh my! Just getting started. I can see some Dixie Lees and fat fried fat back on the horizon <laughs> biscuit, Melissa biscuits. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and Golly. you know nothing says Fourth of July more than. Watermelons. So um, we have a lot of watermelons coming in, some of the little small personal size ones up to the really large picnic size ones to share with the family. Um, we have seedless and we have seeded. Um, of course, cantaloupes are coming in as well, and we have those wonderful tomatoes, all different varieties. We have several different heirlooms coming in, as well as your just old-fashioned slicing tomatoes. We have romas, cherry tomatoes. Um, the grape tomatoes, and a lot of different varieties of those as well. Of course, squash and cucumbers, all sorts of peppers, green beans, blueberries, some delicious blackberries. Um, Actually, I was out doing some farm visits this week and got a chance to pick some of those blackberries right off the vine, and they were delicious. And, um, of course, those farmers are picking those um, daily and bringing those up as well. And um, maybe make a blackberry or blueberry cobbler. Make a blueberry and peach cobbler. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. For yeah, those sounds good. everybody's getting ready for work. So a few of the um, early variety apples starting to come in also. Some of those old-fashioned green tart apples, a few of those starting. And um, just a great selection of all the fruits and vegetables coming in now from local farms. And, of course, we have our um, plants and flowers still hanging in there. Some beautiful um, crepe myrtles in bloom that I noticed this morning. And... Those limelight hydrangeas, there's some tree form of the limelight hydrangea that are just absolutely gorgeous in full bloom down there right now, and a wonderful addition to anyone's landscape. Well, it's, uh, gosh, there's so much to choose from out there. It really is. Uh, the market shops, I uh, bet smells good this morning. It always does. Definitely. Um, those cinnamon rolls down there that they are usually cooking every Saturday yeah. morning. They definitely get your attention and kind of just automatically walk that way. Um, and they have the fresh-squeezed oranges and lemonades, which are just wonderful on a hot summer day, as well as the ice cream. We do have North Carolina wines available in there, as well as the snowflake. You know, it's back. If you haven't been out and tried one um, this summer, come out and do so and support those guys. If you haven't had it, it's just like snow. Um, on the bottom, instead of instead of shaved ice, it's 
truly just like snow. Then they cover it with um, whatever fruit juice you may choose, and then they top it off with fresh fruit. And, and it makes it t- taste like a sundae, like a ice cream sundae they or are, banana split. Delicious. One yeah. of my favorites, I think, is the one that they do with the peach juice. Oh, um, wow. it's, it's just delicious. I, I can't explain how good it is. You just got to try it. Um, we do have three, two, one coffee in there as well, and of course our market grill with all of the um, wonderful Rufus dog. Um, they don't put any peach juice in the Rufus dog. No, no peach juice. No, <laughs> not yet. That's one of the ingredients. <coughs> um, they may, they may put it on there though if someone requests. I'm sure they would. Yeah, they're very accommodating there. <laughs> they are, and they do a wonderful job. They have, of course, a large variety of um, different menu items there so be sure to check those guys out and of course if you're grilling out yourself you can come and grab your steaks and hamburgers and have a big time or fresh seafood um, out of sauces that you may be looking for and we have just a great variety of um, items in there that I think you could use for your cookout definitely complete whatever you may be looking for once you get all those fresh fruits and vegetables down in our farmer's area you can scoot up there and grab the rest of what you need and be ready for the holiday. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, those restaurants you were speaking of, the, uh, William, the air traffic controller, said he had him a, a Jim Graham biscuit oh, yeah. at the farmer's market restaurant. Have you had a Jim Graham biscuit? I have never tried that myself. Um, and you work the, out there. I think the <laughs> onions may throw it off for me. Um, well, you can like tell them to hold the onion and I just know, have the, the have tomato. I'll yeah. have to try that. Hold the mayo. Hold the mayo. They would definitely have to hold the mayo for me, too. Me, too, Monica. By the time I finish with it, it would probably be a plain tenderloin biscuit. Well, I'll make oh, that's for right. both. I'm going to make up on the mayo for both of you. I want to double my mayo. That's right. So I, Nelsa I, doesn't like mayonnaise. No, me either. Nelsa doesn't like mayonnaise. There's some kind of the Freudian world. thing about that that we've never Just the tomato and the behind. loin is good with me. Yeah. 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 Maybe one day we'll find out what... What the problem, Monica, with you and Nelsie is? Yeah. Well, you, uh, yeah. Well, that's the reason why I would never really try a tomato sandwich for years because I was like, I don't want mayonnaise. But what I finally did, I put ranch on it instead of mayonnaise. Oh, God. And that's the <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what is you? What is your mama put on instead of mayonnaise, Rufus? What? What was it y'all had? Miracle spread. Miracle whip. Yeah. Whip. Yeah. That's what my mom, that's what I grew up with if, my mom. If you just bacon. eat a good tomato with some bacon. I, yeah, I don't care if the tomato's on there. <laughs> I mean. It's just the bacon. Oh, my Lord. Look at that. You just tomato. don't Look eat at anything. that tomato. These things are. Are they German Johnson? Uh, this is. Yeah. Um, this is Cherokee Get purple. Purple. And this is a German. Are you going to share those? They, yeah, they're y'all's, and they they need to be et. Ooh, <laughs> they will be et tonight. They're not. They're not for chunking either. They're they, just you know these those. heirlooms are just so tender. Mm. So they got they got the Jim Graham biscuit. They got biscuits uh, that don't have anything on them except goodness, uh, and uh, all you want to eat there at the farmers market restaurant. Yeah, I I. Good went, morning to eat outside there. Yeah, too. I went uh, yesterday afternoon late. I uh, got me a watermelon there from, I believe it was Lee's Produce, mm-hmm. and uh, got me a cantaloupe, and um, I went and got me, saw Kemp at the seafood restaurant, got me a uh, shrimp burger. 
Yeah. Mm, really? Yeah, good. you can order. I guess you can order online. You can you can go in there and order and, and eat mm. outside. It'd be a great day to do that. You can't, uh, they don't have eat in uh, the building yet, I believe. Is that right, Monica? That's right. At the seafood restaurant, they do not have dining in. Um, they do have the outdoor seating. Right. And then, of course, like you said, they like to do their orders online right now. Or you can order once you get here inside. Um, our State Farmers Market restaurant does have indoor seating, and they also have an outdoor patio area. So very accommodating, um, and they'll work with you and um, get your orders out. If you want to just do a to-go order, um, I'm sure you know they still offer curbside with pickup. If you know you just talk to them and give them right. special directions, they'll help you with that as well. And uh, let's see, super sods out there. If you want some yes. warm season grass right now, a great time to get some sod. It is, um, and they have their little plot down there that shows you some of the different varieties of um, grass, so you can get it just the one you want. Right. Do they have St. Augustine? I don't I don't think they do. I would have to check. I, I think I've know. asked them before, sure, but uh, they could get it for you, I'm sure. Yes, definitely. I just um, can't remember seeing it in their quest. plot. Mm-mm, no. And, uh, of course, uh, Market Imports? Yes, Market Imports. They have a really unique selection of fountains and all different unique items for your landscape and they have some very unusual um, indoor furnishings as well that you can't find just anywhere so be sure to check those guys out if you're looking at a special container maybe to put together a um, container planning for your patio they definitely have them there great selection and of course down at the farmers area you can still grab a lot of colorful plants to fill up a Pod, if you're wanting something out for the 4th of July, come by and grab some beautiful plants to decorate your patio just for that. Well, Miss Monica, we always like seeing you and talking to you, and we appreciate um, all that you folks do out at the farmer's market and all the farmers, of course. Yes, and we appreciate you guys. And I did want to mention our master gardeners are back. Um, oh, okay. We got about uh, 30 seconds, 20 seconds. Okay, so be sure to check down there where the plants are. If you have any garden questions, they'll be glad to help you down there as well. Great addition. Yes. Smart folks out there. Thank you very much, Miss Monica. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Come see us. We're here seven days a week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 936-919-860-9783. Nelsa, there's a farmer's market in Fuquay Arena. Yes. A lot of communities around Yes, so they are back up and running um, after missing most of last year. Um, so the Fuquay Verena Growers Market is every Saturday from 9 to 1, um, right up through, I believe, Labor Day. Some great vendors there. Lots of It's a great community event, uh, all ages. Um, they have events each week. Sometimes they'll have a chef, um, arts, crafts, things for the kids to do, uh, live music. I love the, the cooking part. Um, so... Um, just, you know, supporting a local grower. Um, I know Mr. Mason, he's been there 
gosh, forever. He's the sweetest little man and grows some mean squash and zucchini and cukes and all your summer vegetables, melons. So um, it's just a great uh, way to support a small little local community market. Um, And I like the fact that they add so many um, different events to it. So if if you're in the Fuquay area or live in the Fuquay area, uh, stop by and support your local uh, growers market, which is located at the Fuquay Verena Chamber of Commerce uh, right on Main Street, uh, downtown Fuquay. Bobby is with us. Bobby, thanks so much for your patience. Good morning. Hello. Yes, sir. You there? We are We are here. We're here. Good. I apologize Good. for not getting to you sooner. Yes, sir. Okay, Bobby. What? We lost Bobby. Dead hmm. company waited for 30 minutes. Bobby, call <laughs> us back. I'm sorry. We didn't do that. Rhodes is with us. Rhodes, good morning. How are you? We're fine. I hope you're well. I'm doing good. I have found a new word, and I want to share that. All right. It's diacon. Do you know what that is? Yep. You do? <laughs> I didn't, but it's a root. It's like a radish, and if you plant that this fall... Then next spring, you turn that under until you saw that green stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes real, has real large leaves. And from that, you can plant your tomatoes, and it will help the soil-borne diseases from coming in your tomato plant. Now, that I did not know, but um, wow. I so did that, not know this that. is Ro- I've got your last name up here. It's a Rose Rhodes. Hey, Rose. I'm, how are you? We'll start all over again. Start all over. Yeah. The, 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 the propagation. Uh, yeah, the propagationist. <laughs> now I'm becoming a radish expert. Yeah, there you go. Do you, you ever heard of Zizia Aurora? No. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that either. Uh, so you you growing radishes this year? Yeah, I've ordered some seeds, and so I'm going to plant those this fall, and you know, the last about the middle of this month. And then I have enough to plant some next spring, so I'm going to try both seasons. And see if I can grow some better tomatoes. Wouldn't that be good? That would be wonderful, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to tell you that this morning. How are book sales? My book is still selling. It's amazing. Plant Propagation, a Primer. Well, thank you for sending me a book. Oh, you're welcome. I love all of you. Oh, thank you. Well, how, how's everything? Are there, are there still a lot of uh, iris and so forth in Princeton? It would be a shame to see Mrs. Powell's garden. It's become a auto center. Oh no! Oh, no. no. You're kidding. Bulldoze that place. Oh with all no! Those beautiful plants. Yeah. Wow. I get to see Miss Angela every once in a while. Uh, she'll pop into the garden hut, or I'll see her in town. Uh, Miss Powell's daughter Angela. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she's a wonderful person. Yes, yeah. she is. And she likes plants as well as her mother, I guess. Yes. I uh, bet she does. But anyway, just remember the diacon. Diacon, absolutely. Diacon and Zizia Aurora. And what was your word, Rufus? Eliamazonary. 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 You'll have to send, write that and send it to me. I can't, don't know what that is. <laughs> that means being charitable, that, and I'm sure you are. That means being charitable. Oh, okay. That's a uh, Like a, a church is an Eliamazonary institution. Yeah, so that oh, you yeah. find that in a legal document. <laughs> it starts with E-E-L, E-L-E. And I have the rest of it goes, I don't know. Okay, that sounds like a wonderful word today. 
I'll, I'll was that on the bar exam, that. Rufus? Well, it, it was on my in my law studies. Yeah. And yeah. I find today that most lawyers don't have any idea what it means. Mm. Huh. Okay. As I said, that's a $100 word if I put that I'll in a legal document. I'll tell you, it sure is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Well, thank you for letting me call you today. Well, we always like hearing from you, Rose. Thank you. Uh, bye. Go eat a radish. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, so Bobby, you call back. Uh, I don't know what happened with uh, with Bobby. We lost uh, his call immediately after he got on the air after waiting yeah. thirty minutes. I apologize for that. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Anything going on special at at the Garden Hut? We have. Um all kinds of beautiful zinnias, annuals, uh, perennials. Uh, we've been continuing to get um, some fresh nursery stock in. So there's a few crepe myrtles. And um, we've already talked about the hydrangeas. But the butterfly bushes are, are plentiful right now. And they're, they're looking great. Um, and Agastache, we've got the uh, candy corn spirea. Um, lots Agastache. Of, Agastache. That's my little pollinator plant. But it... And, has the best fragrance. It looks kind of like bees. a. It looks kind of like a butterfly. Bush. It does look a little like a butterfly uh, bush bloom, um, or a type. It is in the mint family, so a type of um, salvia. But um, it's 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 very wonderful, and there's so many um, colors and and heights to the agastache, and it just has this uh, this nice little fragrance, uh, almost a almost almost an anise fragrance but comb oh. flowers and black-eyed susans um and it, you know it's funny but um i think i'm starting to get senior moments but we we have a sale going on i just can't remember what it is <laughs> well that's great why don't you call one of your employees no, i tell you what i'll do when when we come back do, do you have it on your website i do that's what i'm looking for <laughs> nelsasgardenhut.com in case you don't remember that oh mercy <laughs> Let's go to uh, Mary. She's out on 85. Wow, Mary, uh, be careful out there. <laughs> yeah, hey, I am on my way back from a funeral in Maryland, and I'm headed back to Hillsboro. Oh. But please tell Miss Rose, don't just use those daikon radishes as compost. All right. They're excellent, and some people peel them. Most don't, but you can make a quick refrigerator pickle with them. I hope you oh, wow. this. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, just the usual salt, water, sugar, and uh, vinegar, apple cider or white, whichever you have. Uh-huh. But it is a beautiful, beautiful Korean and Japanese vegetable. It deserves better than just being compost for tomatoes. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure she's listening, so maybe she'll yeah, have, have a change of heart. We're talking to the guy from Clarksville because I was coming past that exit. Yeah, made you want to go on up there, didn't it? That's a pretty, pretty town. Well, I, I, I got to hit the Great Eastern Shore, and I got to go to a Wawa store, which we don't have. You got to go to a Wawa store? Yeah, they're like the northern equivalent of sheep, but even fancier. Uh-huh. Wow. It's a, it's a chain. So they start around Richmond and then go up northeast. I wish we had them in North Carolina. Hmm. How about that? I'll but again, to... Miss Rose, don't just waste those daikon radishes as compost. Pickle them, you'll love them. All right, pickle them, pickle them, Miss Rose. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Drive carefully. Pickle them. You ever pickled a uh, radish, Rufus? Or did your mama? I've eaten them, but I like them. And I like them. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's good. It's got roofs. Uh, I thought when somebody said daikon, I thought it sounded like a rat poison. Yeah. <laughs> or diatomaceous earth. <laughs> they are very good, though. Yeah. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. It's 945. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF. Uh, you're listening to the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here along with... Uh, uh, my friend Rufus Hedmiston, Ann Clapp. I was going to say Ann Clapp was here. She's not here. And uh, she is uh, on vacation and she'll be back next week. But Brother Rufus is here. And Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuqua Arena, is also with us. And uh, did you find out uh, about the specials that yes. you had a sale? <laughs> yes, I can't believe I couldn't remember. But oh, that's okay. Uh, 25% off bistros, bistro sets. And also we have BOGO. Uh, on our herbs, our organic um, herbs, and there's lots of beautiful basil and thyme and parsley and uh, mints and just all kinds of fun summer herbs that you can drink with or cook with. <laughs> How about that? That's right. Okay. And you can see all the pretty plants that you have out there, That's too. That's right. I'm sure be I wonder if anybody else has uh, got gardenias still blooming like I do. The old-fashioned ones. I looked. I have some, oh, some of the cold-hardy varieties, uh, some that you planted on my wall mm-hmm. out there. That thing has gotten so big. It's uh, my my son was asking me about. It. He says, is that, "Is that a gardenia?" <laughs> I mean, it's it's incredible how it is uh, taken over that section of the wall. It really fits in well, and and boy, I'll tell you, when it's in full bloom, the fragrance out wow. there and the, on that patio. Not really out. something, yeah. Uh, 919-860-9783. Let's head to Holly Springs. Jeannie, hey. Hello, how are you? Wonderful. I hope you're well. How can we help you? I'm well, thank you. A um, couple of questions. One, I pulled out a rose bush, and those roses were starting to clump and look like Broccoli, sort of, but they would all bloom in a big bunch. Yep. What is that? Is that a disease? It is. It's that Rosetta. Rose Rosetta. Yeah. Rose Rosetta. What yeah. do I need to do to the soil? Well, you did say you pulled them out, so yeah. and get rid of them. Get them. Get them off the property, yeah. so they don't affect either. Other. Either burn it or bag it. Yeah. Okay, burn it or bag it. Yep, and then I would not advise or suggest necessarily planting another rose back in that spot. Uh, for, for how long? Uh, maybe maybe a season or two. And then the, the main thing is when you do plant a rose back in that area, I would say you, you'd be okay uh, after a year. But just the main thing is keeping the, the roses on a spray program and healthy so that uh, the insects don't transmit that virus. So obviously, that's that's what's happened is um, 
the rose is behaving that way because it had some pest issues. Pest issues? Mm -hmm. Okay. I know it, it did get the beetle really bad every year. Um, what's that? Jap the Japanese beetle got that every year. Yeah, this, this is like a little tiny, teeny insect. Um, oh. It's like, a, a, I believe, a thrip or aphid that causes the, these viruses that they inoculate the plant with. Okay. And there's nothing I need to amend the soil with? Well, you can always do soil amending, um, but nothing to, you know, Prevent eradicate. It. Exactly. Yeah. Because okay. it's, it, now, is there a mite that carries this? Is that what happens? The mite is a host and it get infects. And we, you know, we're not hearing about it as much with well, it, roses right now, but have you, are you seeing a lot of it? I see it when I walk. Um, really? I, yeah, where, where people's roses look like broccoli. And then Ooh. all the little, oh, all the wow. little blooms. Yeah, it, it can be a thrip, but I think I think it's an, a type of little aphid that um, does it. Yeah, it, it basically transmits the the virus into the rose. Um, so yeah, just making sure that you um, keep your rose on a, a fungicide and a uh, pest program rotating out is is helpful, and keeping the fertility up. Um, so just keeping the rose, that word means. Uh, keeping it, keep, keep it fertilized, give it rose oh, food. Fertilized. Yeah. Okay. okay. Also, I was wondering at your shop, do you have any verbena? We may have a few, uh, well, we do have a few homestead verbena, um, that is perennial and that's what I want. Okay. So there are a few of those. Yes, ma'am. In the back section where you had them last year. I think most of them are probably up front right now. Um, oh, okay. But I just I just recall seeing a few on the uh, by the front porch. Um, we had a big aphid infestation, and I didn't know that's what it was. I thought it was watering or fertilizing, and during that big dry period, and my perennials got wiped out. I mean, killed to the bone, wow. gone. They were obliterated <laughs> so i always have verbena in my front all mm -hmm. these purple and pinks and yeah. i'm desperate <laughs> yeah and it and it i said aphid it's a it's actually a mite that well, transmits make up your mind, Elsa. Good <laughs> well i saw some flower thrips when i was on vacation but there's thrips <laughs> there's aphids and there's mites that can all um stipule or transmit <clears throat> a, mm -hmm. a, it was a little black dot on the back yeah, you probably won't necessarily see the mite. It's very tiny, yeah. but oh. um, but at any rate, um, all three of the pests—the aphid, the mites, um, and thrips—can uh, transmit viruses to plants. Uh, oh. But the rosetta is caused by um, a type of mite. Well, that was a completely different part of the yard. Um, so I don't think it came from the rose bush, but um, with, uh, where it, it, it killed the verbena, it also started um, going over to the petunias, and I saw holes in the leaves and in the flowers, not in the leaves, but in yeah. the flowers. And yeah, that, so that's probably a different, I mean, it, it's probably a different pest. 
Mm-hmm. We spray a lot of bugs out there right now. I know. A lot of insects. That's, we haven't had them before. Oh, wow. Ever. <clears throat> Good gracious. I know. I haven't been charmed. Yeah. <laughs> Too much harm. Uh, apparently. Gosh. Okay. I well, love verbena for hanging baskets. Yeah. And if you, if you, when the, when it blooms, I cut off the spent ones to keep it blooming. Mm-hmm. To keep it blooming. Okay. Yeah. Is, is that even for petunias and stuff like that? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. And with the, um, the Casa de Oro, do you need to do that or just take out the rods that come up? You so, know, those, the dead rods with the, um, the Casa de Oro, um, you know, the daylily Casa de Oro? Oh, with the daylilies? Yeah, if, if the bloomscape is not flowering, then yes, you can uh, go back and, and pinch that um, bloomscape off. Yes, ma'am. Is it too late to plant a um, Alice Dupont? No, the Mandevilla. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. If Great. you can Have find them, you can plant them. They yeah, love the heat. They do. They do love it. My geraniums love the heat, and they hate the rain. Yeah. So yeah, they look horrible when it's rainy, and everything else looks gorgeous. Yeah, they pinch them back, and they'll pop back up in a couple days. Jeannie, thank oh. you. I lo- I love your show. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Enjoy a mosquito-free summer. Going to give away a backyard treatment for the mosquitoes from Mosquito Shield. Winners will be chosen from the Mosquito Shield Service area of Wake County. You can register to win. The drawing is tomorrow. So go to WPTF.com and look for the Mosquito Shield ad and win that mosquito treatment. They're pollinator-friendly. We'll be back.